hackerymusic.com. Hello and welcome to the Hack Inc. podcast. This is Gareth Lyons just chiming in for a bit of an intro to say, um, hi, yeah, how's it going? Hello. Um, yeah, so this is the second part of, uh, well, I probably should have called it Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> we uh, are reviewing the work of Seth MacFarlane, particularly the most derivative works, a very competitive field but uh, you know we've chosen our selection carefully and I think you'll agree these are the most derivative Um, following a recent discovery we'll be recording a later episode about the life of Larry I think I mentioned in the previous episode still yet to be recorded Um, but today we watch season one episode one of Family Guy this is as far as I know a pilot maybe I think it was a pilot pitch for series I'm not sure Again, should have looked it up, but uh, we'll do it in the next episode when I have Wikipedia open in front of me. The name of this episode is Death Has No Shadow. I don't know why. Enjoy. Whoa, ass ahoy. Hey, uh, Peter, it's 7 o'clock and you've still got your pants on. What's the occasion? He's going to a stag party. Now, Lois, I work hard all week to provide for this family. I am the man of the house, and as the man, I order you to give me permission to go to this party. So, we just finished watching the first episode. I think, what is it called? Dead? Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's first dead. episode of Family Guy. Yeah. Um, I'm you down a bit. You're just a bit loud. Oh, sorry. So, just finished watching. Death and the... Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. Death so and the Family Guy. At the start... The intro is meant to evoke the honeymooners. So kind of classic it? era, or not honeymooners, whatever the one with Archie Bunker, Archie Bunker, I yeah, seen All it. in the Family. That was it. All in the Family Guy, and that's pretty much what you're probably getting that. Um, it's funny. I thought the first episode of Family Guy was the one where he hires a Jewish lawyer. No. Oh yeah, let's say what the plot was first. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah let's go beat by beat. They just introduced the characters. Peter. Peter Griffin, Lois. patriarch. Lois, the matriarch of the family. Baby. Baby, who's the baby of the family. Yeah. And um, Dog, who's yeah. the Brian of the family. Fat. Fat, who's a boy. Uh, boy. <laughs> and yeah, girl. well, Megan, girl. Me. Yeah. What's her name? Um, Maya. Hmm? What's her name? Meg. Meg? Yeah. What's the actor's name? Yeah, that's what we would say is that uh, voiced in the later seasons by Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. But in this one is voiced by, I don't remember her name, but I think she did the voice of Gretchen Grundler in Recess. Oh, yeah. And she also played one of the Mean Girls, as far as I know. In Mean Girls. Yeah. i never seen Mean Girls. It's very good. Well worth it. So then uh, Peter... Oh no, she doesn't play Gretchen Grundler. She plays whichever Gretchen is in Mean Girls. I haven't so seen Mean take Girls. Take that back. But w- yeah. so the plot opens, and yeah. he's uh, to- he works in a toy toy shop. Yeah, and he's or like a toy factory. That's it. Sorry. And he's like drunk, hungover. No, we've actually really gotten it all wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, so here it's like th- he's going to uh, a stag party. Yeah, a modern day Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, and he promises Lois he won't drink, but then, then he, does, he does, and then he and gets... what do you make it, like, f- straight off the bat, <laughs> lie. Yeah, Dr- and so we don't know whether to trust this family guy. Yeah, that, and I think and it's a, a weird decision to make. It's like, yeah. 
We're going to be with this guy for 20 minutes, but you're also we're going to be with him for 17 years. <laughs> oh, God. And the first thing years. is like, he's lying. It's actually longer than 17 years because obviously he had that gap. I was saying they were hoping 17 years. Not that it was 17 I years. Don't think, uh, I don't think he was ever hoping that. He was. Okay. and then, But it's like straight away, lie. Do you know S- what I mean? I do. It's like imagine you're watching your favorite show, Star Trek. Okay. Star Trek Discovery. What? Let's get it right. And then Patrick Stewart comes out. Patrick Stewart's and not he's Star like Trek Discovery. Uh, he's wearing a wig. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, who is this guy? What? I, he's how a liar. I, he he's lying that yeah. he has hair. How can I be <laughs> in a spaceship with this man? With this liar. With this liar. So it's like, I'm supposed to live with this guy, Peter yeah. Griffin. He's lying to his wife. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's why I hate all sitcoms. Yeah. Um, well, I hate them until they... S- I like them until they start lying. <laughs> like the opening of every sitcom, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like the intro, where they're all having a good time, you know? Yeah. I'm like, old men are the same, and the women in the sitcoms. Okay. Old liars. <laughs> um, so, what do you think the animation was better on this, or worse? It was better than I remembered. Yeah, it actually is a little bit more. I mean, I like it, it gets it gets ratio. much worse. Yeah, the aspect ratio is three great. Four, a four three. Like yeah, and then yeah. So wait, was and then he's hung over at work. Some bad toys yeah. get out of the well, factory. No, then we had the uh, licentious, licentious uh, party that he goes to. Oh yeah, what about it? They're watching porn. Oh, they're watching porn. That's something I've never understood that Americans seem to do. They just l- Americans love watching pornography with their friends. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this thing online. This is no joke, okay? Like when I was a kid, what happened is, you know, you'd be going through, your body's going through changes. So you type this stuff into Google, but like you think maybe somebody will have the same experience, but what ends up happening is there's these absolutely demented Americans out there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, some of them are, like, asking questions like, okay, so, you know, I have this question about masturbation or whatever, you know. Uh, so I was jerking off with my brother the last day, <laughs> and it's like, well, go back to that. What, yeah, what do you mean there, again. you know? <laughs> but they do that. They do genuinely are like, oh, is, I, I thought, is this weird? Is this wrong? A person's like... No, it's not wrong. They're answering, Extremely you know. Extremely healthy. <laughs> Incredibly so, and normal. And you're watching Irish films, they include yeah. scenes that are obviously for Americans. Like, yeah. that scene in Angela's Ashes where they're all masturbating at the old war. <laughs> yeah. That one's for the Americans. Is that like, that was that in the book? Because I can't remember. I don't know. I, don't I remember, like... It'd be hard to imagine it being in the book. Yeah. But then there was another thing um, where, yeah, I, wa- I saw a comedian called Lewis Black who's he's like you a see da- him like three times yeah against my will each time i did not yeah. want to see him i just happened to be dating somebody who who insisted he was big, funny big lewis black fan <laughs> they were actually pretty big lewis black fan just because he was like a, a shouty man who talked about politics That's what why the hell there with you huh That's yeah exactly <laughs> maybe um but anyhow um yeah so i saw him and he was performing in kilkenny Imagine if you got dumped for Louis Black. Louis Black. What? Louis Black. No, Louis Black. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm happily married, probably. We don't know. But um, but anyway, yeah, Louis Black goes up there and he talks about, like, you know, I thought that when I lost my virginity, 
that it'd be like angels singing to me. But it ended up with all of us, with just both of us sitting there going, why are we crying? And no one laughed. And he's like, I guess it's different from most people. But I just had that awareness of like in America, like it is meant to be, you know, there's so many movies and so many things that are yeah. so like aspirational about virginity. Like, you know. Yeah, Americans are so aspirational about everything. Like, Americans, yeah. they always have the thing, but their first kiss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, just forget it. Just don't even bother doing it. Yeah, uh, I don't kiss anybody if I can avoid yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm like, who do you think I am? O- <laughs> Obama? Yeah. So, also, I want to mention, give a shout out to the... Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane for making an incredible show. No, so, like, <laughs> no, in this, uh, Peter's boss is... Oh, like yeah, this shout out to Peter's boss. <laughs> no, he's this very, like, um, kind of... French. Uh, they're just trying to make him, like, this kind Pe- of... Joe's supposed to be like... What? Pepe Le Pew. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just the kind of... You know, uh, a a very a gay caricature with rapey vibes off of him. Yeah. And the thing about it as well, that's voiced by uh, the person who was mentioned on the podcast last week, Butch Hartman, ah. who is uh, a famous creator of Fairly Odd Parents and known bigot. Uh, pretty much. Um, he he what was it? He created Fairly Odd Parents, Danny Phantom, and some other bullshit show, and then tried to make his own. Um, he uh, what was it a channel that effect reflected family values? Yeah, and uh, then once uh, it got a surprise injection of funding from a Christian organization, uh, the the real, you know, uh, heart of the organization was revealed. Yeah, heart of darkness. There was also a uh, an amazing talk online where he addresses a room full of people talking about how he's going to be able to shape the minds of young children. But do they do anything in Family Guy? So we, when was this made? 2003? No, this isn't because it's Bill Clinton's president. Yeah, that's true. Actually. So it's 1999. Do they do anything about it that was of that era? Because the thing is, when you watch it now, it's like exactly the same. You're not like, oh, how much has changed? Or you're not right. like, isn't it funny how people used to find that funny? Right. You're just sort of like, this. if this was made tomorrow, yeah. you'd be like, well, I can see that happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it was actually like, I mean, there's some stuff in it that is very, I mean, it's obviously starting the 2000s and that time where it's like yeah, it's kind of edgy reference, edgelord referential comedy, well, you know? there was nothing even that edgelordy in it. Well, there's a lot of kind of like going towards rape and then also at the, the, the stuff about Jewish people and, you know, at the end he says he's going to do a diversity scholarship or take advantage well, of that. I think the thing with that one is he's saying it's like... That isn't also a joke about yeah. the idea of like, here we go again. But yeah, but also but like it's also awful like stuff. Distasteful. Yeah, exactly. But the family are responding badly. Yeah, no, they do. But like the the show is very like trying to be quite distasteful, you know. But it's not as distasteful as it would become. Oh yeah, definitely not. So like, it's sort of maybe we, maybe I guess what I'm thinking is that because it was made in like 1999. Yeah. I think if we watch one from like 2005 yeah we'd be like this is aged quite badly oh yeah because family guy sort of started a lot of that sort of stuff Mm. and now we've gone through it we've come out the other side it's like the first episode it sort of aged well because it wasn't such of an edge i think also like um i thought it was in this episode but do you remember that line from uh steve and larry or whatever it's called 
where he says um so yeah he's like you will be responsible for that euthanasia and he's like oh they already got enough kids over there as it is yeah yeah, well, they reuse that line later on, and so he cannibalized uh, in Family Guy. Uh, yeah. So they, he like cannibalized a lot of stuff, and so when I look at like Seth MacFarlane's career, I see a lot of like okay. So another thing I thought about while I was watching this is, and I think I was trying to mention it the last time, is that Stephen Larry was clearly also made with children in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he couldn't push it as far as he could with Family Guy. So this one, like, what happens in this? We've already said like what. He says he won't drink, and then he drinks, and then he gets fired, and then he tries to find jobs, and then he gets commits welfare fraud, and then reset, you know? Yeah. So that's three different stories that could have easily been come up with over his tenure at Cartoon Network or whatever, and they wedged them together to make a pilot. And it's like every single joke that he ever wanted to make is just... Where do we fit it? Oh, I don't know. Let's just put it in somewhere. That's why where the cutaway gags always come from as well. Yeah. So... The reason, and it's it's like, you know, it is a lot more sensitive than the show would go on to be. But also the reason there's a lot more jokes in it is because it was written over a longer period of time. Yeah, you know? and it's probably too dense. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it it is did feel nice. very long, didn't it? Yeah, in one way it's always nice when so much stuff happens, but it was like, <laughs> yeah. like there, we s- when I was trying to do the recap, we started halfway through. Yeah. It was like, oh no, wait, like five things happened before. Yeah. I mean, the show isn't known for its storytelling. It's like its rhythms and its jokes and stuff like that. Um, and and also, I think there's an element of parody in this, obviously, you know, because yeah, he looks they're they're making fun of like traditional sitcom setups and things like this and character archetypes. Whereas later on, they would just become those characters. That's it. Like he has that joke yeah. where he goes, "I'm the man of this house, and I demand that you give me permission to go to yeah. the party." It's like that's quite a, not a that's quite a, old fashioned joke for Family Guy. Yeah, totally. And it's like a thing about uh, the honeymooners or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like later on, he'd just be like, he would never make that subtle a joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they have the one of the things that happens in it that um again includes the timing. And here's another thing. Here's a, here's maybe this is really stupid to say. But uh, it, it very much influenced online animation, which is the classic two-frame fall from Family Guy, as far as I call it. You remember they're in yeah. the uh, ice cream shop, and he's like, oh, my favorite, rum and raisin or whatever. Yeah. And then he it's meant to be that he, he gets drunk immediately. So he licks yeah. the ice cream, and then he's standing up, psh, just up yeah. falling over, putting a sound effect. And there is something very funny about that, you know? Yeah. Even to my amateur eye, the adoration was extremely bad. Yeah. Like, there's so yeah. many bits where, like, just the physics of it don't make sense, but also not in a way where it looks intentional. So, like, yeah, yeah. like it really comes in with Stewie because they're, like, trying to frame him right. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, because he keeps gr- growing he's, like, and floating. shrinking in size. Yeah, yeah, like, there's a scene where he's standing behind a table and he's just floating there. Yeah. And then, it, like, does another cut, and the table is still taking up half the screen, and it's, like, angled down. Yeah. And it's, like, that reminds me of when I was young, and I tried to draw. Yeah. And I just started drawing things with no idea of, like, the framing. Yeah. So then, by the end, I'd be like, well, the baby has to be in the shot, so <laughs> yeah. I guess he's floating here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which is surprising. Like... 
that it's on Fox and that well, it's like the, a show the, with this a bit is of the money thing. It's like it. when I first watched it, I was just like, oh, that's just how shows are. That's just what other way could it be? Because I, I wouldn't have ever thought about how shows were made. Mm. But now you're like, he went to where? Cali Arts? Cali Arts. Yeah, go on. And it's Cal like Arts, yeah. Cal Arts. And it's like, he studied. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, how could he study and come out I'm just going to have to like look that? up whether he did actually go to Cal Arts. But it's like, he, he, has to be, he had to be educated somewhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm. from what I understand, it's like, how can... Like, imagine if you... I'm trying to think of a comparison. But it's like, imagine if you're reading a book and someone is just like, I go here and then I go there and then I did this and then I yeah, did yeah. Like, if they didn't know how to write. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then I went and then I then, then. Yeah, then. it's like, that's extremely basic. It's like, it doesn't feel like it's a decision for him to draw like that. It just feels like it's a failure of skill. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I mean, like, that always, that's what you kind of get out of his stuff is it's it's almost like, there's a very technical drawing aspect to it where it's not like... No, I'm not, I, I know you just said there that it's a, it's a failure in perspective and not fitting stuff in, but like everything he does is like very literal. Like an artist or somebody like, let's say they were working on like The Simpsons or something. Yeah. They would be able to like create some sort of forced perspective or think up a way of like framing the scene and the scenario and think That's about that it. stuff. Whereas like with him, it's very like... You know, like it would be, it would be more important for him to, um, I think maybe this refers more to like Stephen Larry and stuff like that, but like the, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but basically like I'm just, I keep think going back and thinking about those expressions that are supposed to be exaggerated and they're just still contained. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's, it's the thing you see a lot in short films where yeah. it's like, I mean, this is your thing from uh, every frame of painting. Yeah. You ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about the guy who makes um, uh, Shaun of the Dead and stuff like that. Edgar Wright. Yeah. And then it's like when you see a short film, someone doesn't really understand what they're doing. Yeah. It's like they're like, okay, we need there to be three friends and they need to get to their new job in Glasgow. Yeah. And then they're like, f first shot, Three guys sitting at the table being like, How are you, Jim? How are you, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Man, it's mad we've known each other for five years. It's like you can yeah, just yeah, see yeah. it's like the cogs are turning, you know. Yeah, how do I get all this stuff in? And then yeah. they're like shot on a train, shot in Glasgow. Yeah, like, yeah. See you in Glasgow. And then when you watch like Edgar Wright, it's yeah. like every cut makes sense and like yeah. there's a joke in every beat and all this sort yeah. of stuff. Like it's like he's very much thought about how do I communicate stuff, but also how do I do it in a pleasing way? Yeah, yeah, Whereas exactly. there's no sense of it, like, this is... he. I guess he does the same thing with his humor and with his drawings. Yeah. But with the humor, it becomes a style. So he's like, how do I work this joke in? And then doesn't he's like, matter. I don't, yeah. I don't matter, I'll yeah. just lob it in. So that's funny, but it's like, how do I get the baby stand next to the table? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'll yeah. just do, I'll just lob it in. Yeah, just like, not like, just kind of... Yeah, I, I, clearly the the drawing part, he has no interest in that. He just fucking doesn't give a shit, you know? Yeah. Is it, we're still recording, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the battery, uh, how's that going, actually? I ain't about it, grand, like it's... Um, so I wrote down one or two little observations. Terrible background. Uh, the backgrounds were shocking. The backgrounds shocking. were awful. Um, Meg is a different voice. Uh, the backgrounds were like, 
something I keep, I keep going back but it's like I do remember when I was in first year in secondary school doing art yeah and like I wouldn't have a conception for the background I would yeah. just be like say you're drawing a factory like at the toy factory you'd be yeah. like okay I'll draw the conveyor belt and then oh there's a lot of space here so there's probably going to be like a toy yeah and then what else could go up and then yeah yeah, like just cramming stuff in. Yeah, no research, nothing happening. It almost feels like, you know when you see those people and they have like protest signs and they're yeah. like, Trump out, but it's like the T is huge. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. the or is huge. And then yeah. by the end it's like a tiny P because yeah. they've like <laughs> run out of space. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, that's because you're just trying to hoof it out. And I think that's the other thing about like um, what, I was, what I'm trying to get at with those exaggerated poses is like, you know... Um, it's it's surpri- it's amazing how rushed and how much he throws stuff out and then also how limited his scope is yeah like when you're trying to make this ex- let's say okay we take for example like um fucking um i don't know just tom and jerry yeah so so i don't know some f- hammer lands on tom's foot yeah. and all of a sudden he just you know stretches out to an infinitely mm. thin amount his eyes bulge out of his head and they become the same size yeah. as his body Whereas in this one, when you see when this one, when you saw like Steve's face stretch out, it would just be like I've slightly pulled the drawing, still proportionally yeah. kind of correct. So there is that uh, using that as an example. That's kind of what I think about his art as well, where it's like a tremendous lack of imagination. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, um, and I guess what's really happens later on is he he's still trying to hoof it out, but he's just out the economics of it yeah so instead of like trying to hastily draw a background yeah he just doesn't bother with the background you know? yeah or like he just uses well, I think they just get more money and they're able to outsource it to other yeah, people that's true as well. so like and then there are like people who end up working on it who you know and then also once you're working on something for years you have this established team of people to the point that it just becomes a lot more straightforward, yeah. you know. Like they had, they hadn't. I'm pretty sure that that in that deal, like to be generous to him again, is that again not much time and not much money was given mm-hmm. to them. And when you look at the amount of jokes that are in it, where it's like, oh, cut away inside the head, and there's a bunch of accountants. It's like, well, that has to be two different characters drawn up in a new background new set. Yeah. Whereas like there's something like The Simpsons, it's like. In the first episode, there was it. You're they're in the house, they're in a shopping center, and they're in Homer's work, and they can reuse the backgrounds from Homer's office or yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, there's a certain thing to it where where I don't know. Like let's say with with Thirty Rock, for example, let's imagine that you had to draw every one of the cutaway gags in Thirty Rock. Do you know what I mean? That would yeah. just be a tremendous amount of work, you know? Yeah. Um. So anyhow, yeah, I think. That's all there is to say. We're going to watch the the most up-to-date one and get a feeling about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, more. so am I. And I also have another clip that I want to show you after this. But what I'll, is I'll, it? it you'll, I'll just show, show it to you um, at the to- afterwards, you know. Um, or will I show it to you now and then we'll we'll talk about no, that? No, I want to watch the latest one. Okay, fine. Cool. Um, all right. Bye-bye. All right, so that was Death Has No Shadow, Season 1, Episode 1 of Family Guy. What did we think? Well, you just heard. So, yes, um, I could go faffing around at the end uh, for of our last recording to try and figure out what my whatever spot the whistle while you work suggestion I had was, but I'll just say it now. It was 
this is the day by the the um yeah pretty good um don't have a uh podcast to vlog yet um as in you know podcast suggestion um so i guess you'll just have to wait for the next one so that'll be part three in which we review uh or whatever give our analysis on um episode 20 season 17 of family guy the name of which uh, escapes me now but that is due out tomorrow um so as hopefully all of you are aware hackfest 2019 that takes place on the 17th of august 7 p.m in a4 sounds five euro unwaged 10 euro waged and if you're a complete fucking disgrace we'll figure out some way of uh, getting you in um Please submit your films to wearehackinc at gmail.com. Please. we got a lot, but we could always do with more. Um, well, we got a few. I don't know if we got a lot. we got a lot. Well, a few. So um, you can find us on We Are Hack Inc. at pretty much all good social media platforms, even Facebook. Facebook, Twitter.com, and Instagram. And uh, yeah, I guess I will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, bye-bye.
across a clear blue sky. This is the day.